0: to the name of the lord here we give glory honor and adoration to the almighty god for the privilege granted us to be here once again and um, i want to welcome you my beloved listeners to this wonderful episode that's the episode of uh, Glowing podcast We want to appreciate you for taking time to listen and we want to believe you also applying the principles the lord uh, the lord has been revealing to you via this particular channel and it's our prayer That as you keep applying all these principles, um, your testimony will become evident to even people around you, in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah, um, well, it's another week, and um, the Lord is set to teach us something important again. Uh, You know, it's a weekly podcast, so last week the Lord blessed us mightily. He spoke to us, gave us understanding, and this week he's set to do another thing. Uh, As a custom is, we're going to be taking a moment to pray so that we'll commit this particular um, episode into the hands of the Lord and uh, we watch and see what he's going to do so that by the time the episode is over, we would have been blessed as he has always done. He always always blesses us every time we commit our ways into his hands. We listen to what he has to tell us. By the time the episode uh, is over, We always discover that one way or the other we have been blessed and today is not going to be any different. So, um, let us take a moment and pray now. Let us pray. Our Father and our God will thank you because you are a very good God. We appreciate your holy name for your majesty. We want to thank you because you are the almighty God. You are a great God. You are a great king. We celebrate your awesomeness. We celebrate your majesty. We celebrate your nature. You are loved by nature you are kind you are very very good lord we adore you for your goodness for your favor for your mercy lord for your grace accept our thanks in the name of jesus thank you for the previous sessions thanks for everything you've taught us in time past and thank you for what you are said to teach us today Lord be glorified in the name of Jesus. So we commit this episode of uh, Glenn Podcast into your hands. We say, Lord, you will give us understanding. You will open up our hearts and you will cause your word to be implanted even in our very hearts. And we believe you will cause our hearts to be good soils, fertile soil for your word, so that our harvest can be mighty, so that our harvest, our harvest can be are visible to even people around us in the name of jesus thank you holy spirit because you've never never let us alone there's no time you don't speak to us so we ask that you speak to us again that you give us illumination so that by the time this episode is over and we look back we have all the cause to glorify your name thank you so much for always answering our prayers in jesus mighty and unfailing name we have prayed amen praise the name of the lord Yeah, so once again, I welcome you to this week's episode of uh, Glenn Podcast. That's the official podcast channel of Global Emancipation Ministries, Calgary, Canada. And um, like I said before we pray, we meet here every week to learn at the feet of Jesus. And the Lord has been faithful. And today, he will be teaching us something important. And the topic we have before us today is your fellowship is priority. The topic we have today is your fellowship is priority and when you when we say is priority we're talking about the almighty god himself and uh jesus christ because we're going to be looking at uh, mark chapter 3 13 to 15 mark chapter 3 13 to 15 we're going to be taking our test from there and uh, once again the topic is your fellowship is priority So let's read our text from New King James Version. We're going to take Mark chapter three, the Gospel according to Saint Mark chapter three. We read verse thirteen to fifteen according to New King James Version. I read, and he went up on the mountain and called him those who he wanted. And he went up on the mountain and called to him those he himself wanted, and they came to him. Then he appointed 12 that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach and to have power to heal sicknesses cast out demons i'll take that text again mark chapter 3 13 to 15 and i'm reading from new king james version and he went up on the mountain and called to himself those he himself wanted and they came to him then he appointed 12 that he might be with him and that he might send them out to preach and to have power to heal sicknesses and to cast out demons now that's the account of jesus christ going up to the mountain and calling his disciples himself as a matter of fact that's how he chose his disciples you know the 12 disciples who were with jesus christ throughout his uh, earthly ministry that's actually the way he chose them all right if you go further further in that particular text you begin to see i mean hear their names you know uh, peter james john you you begin to see the 12 disciples there but it's very important that he did something very important here he said he went up to the mountain and called to himself so the first thing you want to notice here is they didn't apply he called them so the calling of god is not based on application the calling of god is not based on i have been in this church for the past 30 years by now i should be ordained not at all the calling of god is not based on the fact that my father is my dad is a pastor my mom is a pastor definitely i should end up as a pastor no it doesn't work like that the calling of god is mainly his own prerogative he's the one who chooses he's the only one who can tell whom he has called and who has not called Okay, so it's not by you must call me. No, no, no. He is the Almighty. So he went up to that mountain and called to him those he himself wanted. He called them by choice. He must have seen certain things. He must have seen certain qualities. Well, as a matter of fact, he was the one. If I just imagine different people at the base of the mountain and Jesus Christ is on the top of the on top of the mountain and he's saying, "You come here." You come here. Somebody else would have been saying, Hey, what about me? What about me? He didn't call them. He only called those he himself wanted. But that's not actually where we are going. Now, when he called them, they came to him and he appointed 12 that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach and to have power to heal sicknesses and to cast out demons. I think there was a time I mentioned to you here um, about a major law in the Bible. There is a particular law in scriptures. They call it the law of priority. Law of priority. When you see God saying two things and one comes first, the one that comes first is actually the priority. That one carries higher weight with God than even the second one. For instance, the Bible says in Hebrews uh, twelve fourteen, it said, uh, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord so as far as God is concerned your living holy is nice he likes you to live holy but his priority is for you to first of all follow peace with all men he didn't say be holy and follow peace with all men no he said follow peace with all men and holiness see so the priority as far as God is concerned is you, are, you don't even want to begin to live to say you are living holy when you are not at peace with your neighbors. No, that's priority to him. He wants you to spend your energy to make sure you follow peace with all men. Then add your holiness to it and you will be able to see the Lord. Jesus Christ taught, he said, watch and pray. He didn't say pray and watch. So we have many Christians praying but only few are watching and yet the one who gave the commands didn't say pray and watch he said watch and pray so as far as jesus is concerned the priority is watching it's only when you have watched that you are even permitted to pray because even if you don't if you don't watch what are you praying about it's when you watch when you watch and discover that this is happening that is happening you watch you know what the devil is planning then you can pray effectively but we pray a lot of religious prayers without watching. Okay, so that's the law of priority. Whatever comes first carries a higher weight with the Lord than even whatever follows next. So now he called 12 to himself. Look at that law playing out here. The Lord called 12 to himself, he is the one who called them. Alright, by you can call him their employer. He chose them. Okay. And he appointed 12 priority that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach did you see that he didn't say he called them that they might go and preach and heal the sick and cast out demons then come back and be with him not at all that's why the topic says your fellowship is priority as far as god is concerned as far as jesus is concerned your time with him your time with jesus is more important to him than your services Rendered that for him god would rather have you spend time with him than you jumping from one nation to the other carrying out carrying out crusade preaching the gospel you know you there's no day in the there's no day of the year that you don't preach you are a very great preacher you have meetings in all nations of the earth you cast out demons like no man's business you heal any sickness you come across, you heal it. Congratulations, that's beautiful. But that is not Jesus's priority. That's not what this priority is with God. God's priority is spend time with me. After that, go and carry out the services. That's exactly what this Bible says in Mark 3, 13-15. Your fellowship is more important to God than your services. If you look at the Garden of Eden, in the Garden of Eden, according to Genesis 3-8, genesis chapter 3 verse 8 it was said that adam and eve heard the sound of god walking in the cool of the day why was god doing that apparently had come down to have some intimate moments with them god will come down into the garden to fellowship with man you know when man fell when adam and eve when they fell the first parent what actually pained god most was not that they fell but that the fellowship was broken Now, man had sinned, and God is of a purer eyes to behold iniquity. God cannot live where sin is, and man has sinned. So, what is as a result of that? There is a gap. Man is looking at God, man cannot come close to God because man is sinful. God cannot come close to man because he is holy. But, thanks. jesus christ who came to bridge that gap so jesus christ came and put an end to the enmity reconciled men back to god that's why through jesus fellowship is restored hallelujah so we are looking at your fellowship is priority god has called you to be a christian If he has not called you, there's no way you can be a Christian. The Bible says no man can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Ghost. So you can't even say I am a Christian unless the Lord has called you. Now he has called you into the life of holiness. He has called you into the life of righteousness. He has called you to be like him all right and he has given you gifts talents wonderful ministry he has given you one assignment or the other you know you have been called by god called to do what called to do this called to do that beautiful you know your calling but your calling is not his priority that might be your own priority but that's not his priority god wants you to spend more time with him than even the time you spend carrying out that assignment there's something very important to corroborate this point in uh, Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10, I will read 38 to 42. Luke ten thirty-eight to 42, and I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. As Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he taught. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't this seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. What did Jesus say? But the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it and it will not be taken away from her. Praise Jesus. Look at that scripture. Just look at that scripture. Martha represents some categories of Christians or categories of ministers. Mary represented another category of Christians or just more ministers. Jesus had visited. Martha got busy carrying out assignments, carrying out services to impress the master. The master has to be taken care of. We have to do his work. All right and she was busy and there's nothing wrong with her but mary sat down at the feet of jesus and was listening to what jesus was teaching jesus didn't tell Martha to stop what she was doing but jesus was rather busy with mary who was listening to him don't forget your fellowship your intimate moment with him is his own priority now Martha became concerned and Jesus why not ask Mary to come and join me I'm doing all this work alone I'm the one serving I'm the one carrying out this assignment I'm the only one doing the ministerial duties just like some pastors will say I'm here I'm the only one to carry now crusade I'm the one doing Bible study I'm the one leading prayer meeting I'm the one taking offering I'm the one doing this so I'm the one doing baptism can't you just tell this Mary to come and help me okay and jesus would have just said somebody would have said jesus jesus would just say uh, okay mary is true go and help your sister not at all jesus told matter mary is not living here mary is not living this place as a matter of fact jesus said there is only one thing not two not 1.5 only one thing worth being concerned about according to king james version he said only one thing is needful there is only one thing that is necessary. Only one thing that is needful. Only one thing that is, that is worth being concerned about. Jesus and Mary has discovered it. And it will not be taken away from her. So I ask you, what is that one thing that is worth being concerned about? What is that one thing that is needful? What is that thing that is the most necessary part of being called as a Christian? Fellowship fellowship jesus said i can't take it from her a matter sorry mary is not leaving this place i'm enjoying her presence okay mary discovered that and jesus said no man can take this away from her mary is fellowshipping with me i cannot ask her to get up because our fellowship is my priority did you get that now something happened again uh by extension if you look at john chapter 11 i just read the entire story is so wonderful john chapter 11 one to the end that's the story of Martha, mary and lazarus when lazarus died and had been buried for four days okay and jesus christ resurrected him it's a popular story okay but something happened in that story that is worth mentioning at this point now remember when lazarus was sick to the point of death The sisters, Martha and Mary, sent message to Jesus. Your friend whom you love, Lazarus is sick. Please come. Alright? Of course, come and heal him. That's the meaning. The Bible says Jesus tarried. He stayed more days where he was. And by the time he decided to come, by the time he came, Lazarus had already been dead for four days. So people were crying, people were mourning. No, it was a painful situation. Now, as Jesus was entering, as he was coming towards the house of Martha and Mary, information got to matter that the master is here so matter ran out and Martha started talking to jesus hey master if you had been here my brother would not have died if you had been here my brother you know jesus said it's okay well even though he has died i am the resurrection and the life he will live again matter said i know i know he will live again on the resurrection morning uh, jesus said i am the resurrection and the life you don't need to wait to resurrection money before i raise him i can raise him up now matter didn't understand that matter was busy discussing theology matter was busy talking about what's going to happen in you know in the afterlife matter couldn't just see that jesus presence means something can even happen now that was matter read it you meet the matter engage jesus in discussion nothing happened jesus had to be preaching you know if you didn't i tell you that if you believe you will see the glory of god matter couldn't pick it okay now information got to mary as soon as matter finished speaking mary also heard that the master had come now look at this the bible says, as soon as mary had she ran out and when she came to jesus Mary fell at the feet of Jesus in worship and said the same thing that her sister said. Ah, master, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. The next thing Jesus said, where have you laid him? The Bible said Jesus groaned in his spirit. Compassion welled up in his spirit. He couldn't hold it any longer. No more theology, no more sermon, no more preaching. Jesus said, action has to take place now. Go and show me, where have you laid him? This guy has to come up now. Now, Martha said, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Jesus didn't do anything. Mary said, if, my, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And Jesus said, where have you laid him? What did Mary do differently? The Bible says, Mary worshipped. Mary bowed down, fell at the feet of Jesus and worshipped first. Before presenting the matter. And the moment Jesus Christ saw Mary worshiped, and what Mary said, Bible said Jesus couldn't hold it any longer. Come and show me. Where have you laid him? Now, why did Martha not worship Jesus before presenting a petition? Why did Martha not do what Mary did? Because Martha was busy serving when jesus was teaching importance of worship mary sat down and listened to jesus i'm very sure Mary must have heard that jesus christ i mean jesus christ would have told mary that well in my father's kingdom in heaven you don't just talk anyhow you don't just bring prayer points you have to worship you have to come to the presence of God with thanksgiving, come with singing, come with worship, come with reverence, come with praises. Don't just come and bring your problem straight away. There is a way to approach the throne of grace. You come in worship. Mary must have learned that by sitting at the feet of Jesus. Martha didn't get that. It's in John chapter 11. You can go and read it. So Mary worshipped. First, before presenting her concern, Martha came and started presenting it straight away. Martha's presentation didn't move Jesus. Mary's presentation, enveloped in worship, moved Jesus into compassion. And before we could say what's happening, Lazarus was back to life. Importance of fellowship. There are certain things you will learn at the feet of Jesus when you sit down quietly in fellowship with him that you will never learn on the pulpit even though you listen to someone for 35 years. Go to programs, go to crusades, jump up and down, carry out ministry for 85 years if you like. There are certain things that can only be revealed at the feet of Jesus when you sit down and fellowship with him. The Bible says even when Jesus Christ was on earth during his earthly ministry, he will always withdraw to a solitary place. To do what? To fellowship with the Father. He will withdraw to one place. He will go and pray alone. You know, he was busy. Jesus was very busy with ministry. But that did not replace his place of fellowship. He never neglected the place of fellowship with the Father. He will go back there. They will discuss. He will will get further information. No wonder at times after such fellowship, you will walk on water. How will he not walk on water? Power has been deposited. His battery has been recharged. Jesus knew the secret of spending time alone with the Father. If Jesus Christ, a whole Jesus Christ, could spend time alone with the Father for his ministry to be successful, who are you to be jumping up and down saying you are carrying out ministry and you are not sitting down? in one year in 365 days how many days did you sat did you did you actually sit down and listen to jesus how many days of a whole year did you sit down and say jesus talk to me i want to fellowship with you today i'm just going to sing to you i just want to seek your face we don't we are busy our calendars are full today we are in singapore tomorrow we are in Africa, we are all over the place. What are we doing? Ministry, and this is one of the reasons when why ministers of God dry up? You minister to the level of depression, you minister and dry up ministry because there's no inflow. How can you be using a battery? You are discharging and you are not recharging. You are going to pack up. You are going to pack up. It's high time we went back to the priority of our colour okay you have to go back to the priority of a caller there's an example in my mind it's a funny one but then it's um it applies to this particular thing we're talking about just imagine you have been employed you you have been employed to come and work in a particular company okay and they tell they 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 give you your job description maybe they say you're going to be an administrative assistant for instance they say your work is admin that's what the employer says he say your work is admin report at 8 a.m to your admin desk that is your job for which you are going to be paid and you now say no i don't like i don't i don't want to be admin assistant i don't like that i want to be i want to be it specialist i want to be the it specialist of this particular company no you the reason we employed you is admin i say no 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 i don't like that i would rather become it specialist in this company get what do you think is going to happen to such an applicant so such a fellow you are going to be sacked because you the caller the employer called you primarily for fellowship you now say no lord even though you call me for fellowship i'm not going to do fellowship i want to do service i want to go everywhere and win all the souls to you i want to go and give to the poor i want to go and carry out the healing i want to go to prison and release all the inmates i want to do ministry sitting down no not for me i'm not going to sit down you are talking like that to the one who called you who called you for a purpose you are not going to last long in ministry that's the simple truth if you want to be successful as a christian you want to be successful as a minister there is no two ways to it there there is no other way do it like the caller wants it done that's the secret of success in ministry i'm telling you just do it like the caller wants it done the Bible says God showed Moses a tabernacle, the pattern of heaven. When Moses was going to construct Tabernacle in the wilderness, God showed him the pattern in heaven, gave him the dimension. Do it exactly like this. Then it shall be called the Tabernacle. You can't run ministry on your with your brain. You can't begin to run everywhere, say you are a minister, when you have neglected the place of fellowship, which is actually the priority of your caller. You are going to be drained up. And that's dangerous very very dangerous but when you spend time with jesus when you sit down at his feet as a matter any time you spend with the lord is not wasted bible says, they that wait upon the lord they will renew their strength your strength will be renewed your battery will be recharged you will be full of life anointing will be released so by the time you get up from that place before you know it things begin to happen you get up from that place, you see demons getting out of your way. You see sicknesses disappearing. Because you are loaded, you are fellowship with divinity. You are carrying God. Moses' fellowship like that, He came down, people could not look at his face. They had to be covering his face. The glory, the shikana glory of God was upon Moses that his physical face was literally radiating like sun. People couldn't look at him. Why? He sat down in the presence of God he saw the handwriting of god writing commandments he saw things and he came down and people knew this man had been to the presence of god elijah was sitting in the presence of god some soldiers came around man a man of god you are under arrest in god's presence elijah said if i be a man of god let fire come down before you he did it first time second time soldiers were being roasted like no man's business. Why? Elijah was sitting down in the presence of the Lord and fire was roasting his enemies. That is the secret of power. That's the secret of success in ministry. I just pray you will understand this. Your fellowship is God's priority, not your service. He wants you to serve. He wants you to serve. Don't get me wrong. God wants your service. (laughs) He he told them in Mark chapter 3, He said, be with that it might it might be with him and that he might send them out to preach. Let your going out be as a result of being sent out. Or hell, sit down. You are still going to preach. You are going to heal the, the sick. You are going to cast out demons. You are still going to do the great commission. You are going to do everything God has called you to do. That gift, that talent, you are still going to use it. You are going to use your skill. You are going to use your anointing. You will still serve. But that is secondary. Primary fellowship. So sit down with your caller and go to wherever he asks you to go. Jesus Christ didn't just go anywhere. He said, as I hear my father, I do. Is the father that will tell him, go here, go there, go here. Imagine Lazarus was sick to the point of that Jesus didn't go immediately. Because the father had told him not to go yet. Until he had green light. Until the father said, now go. That was when he went. And raising the dead carries more glory than healing the sick so you want to be led by the spirit you want to sit down before the lord fellowship with him sing to him worship him listen to him carry that bible and read it read your bible not as a not as a preparation of sermon. many ministers the only time they carry bible is when they have a preaching engagement no carry your bible and tell yourself I want to hear from God I want to read the bible sit down read it get revelation write it down for yourself not just to go and preach it that's how to do this your fellowship is its priority so god wants you to serve but you must first of all satisfy the what the fellowship part is very important the lord chose them that it might be that it might be with him and that he might send them out when Jesus Christ will give the parable, he will give one parable, the other parable, the only people who got the meaning of the parable were his disciples. Why? They were with him. Jesus will finish, but he will talk parable, everybody will hear the parable, they will go home confused. Some people will not even know the meaning of the parable. These people will come back to Jesus and say, Jesus, what's the meaning of this parable? And he will now say, to you it has been given to understand the message of the kingdom. Jesus will now explain the parables to his disciples. Why? They have been called primarily to be with him as they are with him they understand more than those who are running a taskator so next time when jesus is giving a parable they have understanding because they are with him it's very important i cannot overemphasize that the order must be maintained at all times to keep your spiritual life on the right course if you break the order i can tell you with immediate effect you won't last i'm telling you you will not last You can't break the order. And last, you must maintain the order. Fellowship must be priority before service. Any any minister of God, if if your pastor will not allow you to spend time with God, all he wants is for you to be running everywhere, carrying, doing ministry, that pastor doesn't love you. I'm telling you, that pastor does not love you. A pastor who loves you will tell you to create time and spend time with the caller. That's the pastor who loves you. So it's very, very important. Don't be too busy to the level that you can no longer sit down and hear from the Lord. Remember Mary, Mary sat down and as a result of what she learned, she was able to apply it in the resurrection of of her brother Lazarus. Very, very important. Okay? So um, you don't want to be stressed out. You don't want to live a stressful Christian life. You don't want to be drained. You don't want to be complaining. You don't want to be going to the hospital for check simply because you are a minister, no you don't, want to, uh, you don't want to minister to the level that your health is being affected you are now sick, you are now having problems with your health just because you are ministering everywhere you don't want that kind of thing to happen to you then come back to the fountain for refreshment Okay, come to the fountain of life for refreshment you get refreshment you get strength for effective service when you spend quality time with the lord of the work this ministry the work of god is more is is more important to god than you you are just a laborer the owner of the work carries the higher weight the owner of the work wants you to spend time with him so don't be too serious with the work more than the owner okay do it the way the caller wants and before you know it you will have a vibrant christian life i pray god will give us understanding in jesus name so don't just love god on sundays God desires your fellowship every other day of the week. Take your time, carry the consciousness of his presence into each new week that the Lord causes you to experience and you'll be surprised as the result. You know by now that Jesus loves you and he wants to have a daily fellowship with you. You will have to be the one to allow him in. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. If any man hears my voice and opens the door, will come in. Jesus is knocking. He's knocking. Let him in. Let him in. Let him enjoy your fellowship okay that is the only thing he enjoys more than your service your fellowship is his priority i pray as you uh, begin to imbibe this as you begin to apply this in every area of your life you will enjoy benefits of fellowship in the mighty name of jesus so i will give opportunity to those of us who have not even surrendered our lives to jesus christ there is nothing like fellowship if you have not surrendered your life to jesus christ when adam and eve sinned there was no longer fellowship fellowship was broken until jesus christ came to restore man so accepting jesus christ simply means i want to begin to fellowship with god so if you're in that category you want to surrender your life to jesus christ i'm going to lead you in, in the prayer so you're going to say this prayer after me you're going to say lord jesus i am a sinner I cannot help myself, and that's why I need your salvation. Please come into my life today, wash away all my sins, and set me free from every bondage that sin has attracted into my life. I confess you as my Lord and Savior today. Please write my name in the book of life, and help me to live for you alone from now onward. Also fill me with your Holy Spirit, And don't let me ever become a powerless Christian. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I would thank you for the entrance of your word that gives light and understanding to the simple. I want to thank you for this revelation. Thank you for showing us how not to become stressed out in your service. Thanks for showing us that fellowship is your priority lord accept our thanks in the name of jesus i thank you for this your children whom you have directed who have called and who, who have decided to surrender their lives to you i pray that you will write their names in the book of life that you wash away all their sins in the mighty name of jesus i pray beginning from now you will draw them close to to yourself that beginning from now they will begin to have intimate fellowship with you and you will anoint them mightily and use them greatly in their generations thank you father for answering our prayers we return all the glory to you in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen praise the name of the lord so uh for those who just said the prayer of salvation i want to congratulate you you are now born again and uh, you are a new creature all things have passed away and all things have become new hallelujah so um to learn more about this way about this new life you have just been born so you need to understand the way uh, life is lived in this kingdom so you want to learn more about this new life or you want to know more about god so that how you can fellowship with him because you cannot even fellowship with somebody you don't know so you want to know more about god so that you can begin to have cordial fellowship with him we encourage you to visit our website uh, our website is actually built for this purpose to help men to know god to give you understanding of who god is and uh, the website is www.glem.org that's www.glom.org you get to that website to be able to see uh, publications some are in ebook formats paperback formats podcasts or uh, previous ones and uh, recent ones articles devotional materials all manners of resources that can Help you become well established in the Lord. Uh, I want to enc- want to encourage you to take advantage of these wonderful resources. Okay, and uh, if you also want to be part of our weekly online Bible study, you want to you want to study the Bible more, you want to learn more about the Word of God. There's an avenue for that. Uh, the Bible study holds every Sunday, 7 to 8 p.m. Mountain Time. So if you get to the website on the there's a particular link, a on the website that's on the home page, the top part. Just click on it. Uh, you'll be directed to the uh, meeting room so just check what uh, 7 to 8 mountain time is 7 to 8 pm mountain time is in your own time zone and um, every sunday just click on that you'll be directed and you'll be part of the bible study and um, also feel free to follow us on social media we have our social media accounts on facebook twitter instagram just uh, search for global emancipation ministries Calgary. Um, and follow us like the pages so that you can receive spiritual updates and resources as they become available and if you want to send us um, an email you want to communicate to us regarding anything you need some prayers um, counseling you want to clarify some things on probably some of these episodes you have listened to you need further information or maybe you just want to say hello you can reach us via email address info at gloem.org info at gloem.org that's i-n-f-o The link is also on the same website. You can follow the link there and send us an email. I'll be able to respond to you as soon as we hear from you. So thank you so much for listening. That's everything for today's uh, episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you have been blessed by this particular episode or probably the other ones, you are very free. Please feel free to share with your friends, family members, colleagues. Just share it and let other people be blessed. That way you'll be doing the work of an evangelist and the blessing upon this commission will also be reflected in your life in the mighty name of jesus so thank you once again for listening we'll be back next week for yet another episode if the lord has not returned. so till that time keep enjoying your freedom in christ jesus god bless you bye